Hello everybody and welcome back to episode Guys, I forgot what episode are we on? Oh my Thanks guys. We have a special for you guys. We have two co-hosts this evening. And neither of them talk now. Thank you. So thought you were leading up there. You were continuing on. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that was it. Like, I have two co-hosts this evening, you know? Miss Toki. Whoa. And Mr. Me. Mr. Me. Is, is, so, he was listening to our last episode. Or, sorry, me and Toki's last episode. And he said, from now on, he's always gonna just say me. Because I pointed it out. <laughs> Shouldn't have pointed it out. I mean, it was true. He doesn't ever say his name. He always says me. But I still said it was better than when Duck was just quiet and didn't say anything. I lit I'm pretty sure I literally even said Duck makes things. And I still had to be like, say hello. <laughs> so people don't think I'm just making up the fact that I have a co-host. Anyways, uh, we have quite quite a bit on on the docket here. Toki, I was sleeping when you were streaming. Was I sleeping? Was I what was I doing? I don't know what you were doing. I don't know what I was doing. I missed your stream. But how far did you get in Resident Evil? Uh. We're almost on the castle portion. Did you get to the maze? I was in the sewers and defeated the Verdugo. Oh, what the fuck is a Verdugo? You have to kill with the liquid nitrogen. Oh, is that what it's called? I never looked that up. Yes, that's what it's called. I read the lore paper down in the sewers that said what it was called. Oh, so I definitely missed that paper because I definitely would have saw that. How did I miss that? You know what? Whatever. You're um, panicking. Finished the minecart ride. That's where we ended. How did you feel about the minecraft? The minecraft? Minecart. Yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those things. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Mm-hmm. But was annoying with red nine with infinite ammo that took forever to reload how many tries did it take one it so. was annoying nonetheless <laughs> i was gonna say i beat it at one try to shoot faster yeah yeah the infinite ammo was nice though because at first i wasn't paying attention to the ui and seeing like infinite ammo and then I noticed I was like oh I don't have to fucking worry about how many shots I'm doing cool <laughs> yep mostly focusing on the chainsaw guys I tried to make sure that I didn't die to the people with the crossbows I don't know I don't know if I just got lucky but they were really bad shots like they barely hit me you what? So I, give, I think they each missed once to give you time. 
I I enjoyed it. Program. It was different. Hmm. I liked it. It was definitely way easier than the original. That I can agree with. I did not so, miss it at all. <laughs> I wish I knew how to do the little cheating glitch so you can just walk past the minecart area. Oh, that's crazy. Which one was the original? Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the Deadman? Uh-huh. Apparently he knows how to do it. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. I just know what it is. It's a speedrunning glitch yeah. that you can do with the uh, striker. Oh, okay. So it's like something they figured out in Elder Ring with yeah. teleporting through areas. Yeah, it lets you walk through walls. I think it lets you walk at twice the speed. Yep. Oh. That's interesting. Well, I guess that kicks off for our first topic for Resident Evil creator Shinji Mikami gives verdict on Resident Evil 4 Remake uh, as they finished it. And <clears throat> so if you're unfamiliar, they are the creator and director of like the original um, Resident Evil and also uh, Dino Crisis, The Evil Within. I want a remake of that. And the 2005 RE4. What I found interesting was the fact that this individual took so long to actually play the game. They didn't play it on launch. Uh, Started it April 5th, which I found interesting. But uh, (laughs) basically... He tweeted out and it was just like, cleared successfully. I enjoyed it very much, which was kind of my take on it. Like, I was like, okay, I beat it. <laughs> um, the jet ski area was also, I don't want to spoil anything, but. They made that section a lot easier. Yeah, I was. I disagree. You disagree? Original is not that hard. If you know what tunnels are coming up and where the jump pads are, it's not that hard. I struggled. I don't know why, but I struggled in the original. <laughs> really bad. say when playing DVD, hold W. Yeah, I mean, I did, but I was going, I think, I think a lot, I think a lot of the issue was that I was speeding, like, full speed. And you have to slow down for some of the areas or you just run into the rocks that are falling. You just memorize what side the, the rocks are falling on and go to no, the No, I'm talking side. about, like, the end-to-end part. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, the end-to-end part is, is what got me more than the others. But I'm just not good at those games. So. Like Toki shading me on her stream for one of the puzzles. <laughs> the, what was it, it called? What, four moves? Um, oh, you're talking about the hexagon one that's... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that one's actually really easy. They actually made it hard in professional mode. That puzzle's actually really annoying to do in professional mode, I've heard. 
I don't know if I didn't put the because Toki said she put the. I put them in as I got them. Right. I waited until I had all of them. So. I'm. I don't know if I put them in a bad order and then I just. Like, whatever, but. I don't know. I think the best clips that I've made from the Ashley being ran over by the livestock. Arm. <laughs> I personally find the clothesline my favorite. <laughs> she gets for standing out in the middle of nowhere. Like that was just. And Tokyo was just like laughing so hard, and Ashley's incapacitated. <laughs> Yeah, I recommend it. It was great. Um, so we also have another resident. I'm kind of going out of order, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, how dare. So we also have another Resident Evil um, topic. So there was an article I saw, and I didn't link it because I didn't want us uh, to have a biased um, bad host. No, <laughs> I didn't want you guys to be biased and I wanted to know if you guys had the same thoughts that I did. So basically this article was rating, as people do, um, the attache cases in what was best in the terms or I don't know if the terms were included, but, and I, here's my take on, on stuff like that. It all depends on how you play, what is going to be best. If you take a lot of hits, then you're going to want to have the items that allow you to heal like more and find more healing things than others because you get hit more. If you're a bad shot and you need to find more ammo, then you want to have that. So I don't think in particular there is one attache case or charm that is like above all of the rest. I feel like the charms are more useful than the attache cases, different stat wise. I will. Yeah, that's how I too, because I, I stuck with the same case. Yeah, handgun ammo, please. Yeah. Yes, that's what I had to do. Um, but I use, what? Didn't need more red herbs. No, not at all. No, I had, I always had a surplus of the red. Um, I used, what charms did I use? I used the green herb charm. I used the Ashley charm. And then I think I used an ammo charm. Or, um, crafting ammo charm, rather. Yeah, I used, um, more handgun ammo from crafting, I think cheaper upgrades or repairs, mm. and then something else. Uh, I want to say maybe more gunpowder. Hmm, interesting. I don't know how I feel about the gotcha aspect, trying to get the charms. I can't like, just trade the coins for what I want. Yeah, uh, I, d I like. Trickstand gameplay time. 
Yeah, because you have to do the um the shooting range in order to get more tokens in order to get all of the what do you call them? Um charms. charms. Yeah, if you don't get the one you want, you got to play it again, it keeps playing longer, it extends the playtime as a game. Or you just are like me and you just said, fuck it, I roll with what I get. And when I get <laughs> coins, I will go and turn them in. But otherwise, no. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I started off and I was going, like, I was like, you know what? I did decent in the original thing, in the original shooting range. I was like, when I do this one, I'm going to go for S's across the board. I got to the Punisher challenges and they were just like too, you had to be too perfect. And it just defeats the point of a challenge to me. Like, a challenge should be hard, but you shouldn't have to be perfect with how you do it. Yeah. So I guess all three of us are kind of on the same boat where there's not anything in particular that outweighs the other one in regards to being better tiered or better rated. It's it's just dependent on gameplay. Yeah, it's just finding what you are lacking and using the charm to benefit that. Right, and I feel like I had an easier time playing Resident Evil Remake because of the charms and that I, w I had attached that was available to me. I feel like I'm giving myself a handicap for my stream because I haven't done the shooting gallery, gallery on my stream save. <laughs> Um, so I, I tried the shooting gallery briefly, but, uh, we got the special edition, so we have extra treasures, so we, Peter. we got tokens for the, the treasures. Hmm? Did you listen to anything? No, I'm, we just got a couple weapons and a couple charms, that was it. Right, and she's saying that she hasn't used any of it on hers. Right. Fine so far. Right, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I got tokens for whatever tokens I got were found on the maps. It wasn't... Oh, yeah, you're talking about the, the, um, the extended map that we have because of the, the deluxe. Yes. Version. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, just the way you said it, I thought you meant we started with extra tokens when we... No. That's what I was confused. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like I had an easier time playing using the terms. So, our next topic, which is wild is the Nintendo quote-unquote hacker will be punished for the rest of his life. So, I think a lot of people are aware of Gary Bowser being released from prison for good behavior, but his case from Nintendo, they sued him for, was it $10 million, I think the figure is? Yeah. A total of $10 million he was sentenced to pay, but Bowser is saying $4.5 won't have to be paid back 
because he'll be in Canada, not the U.S. So I don't know if that's like taxes related or what. But <laughs> Nintendo like sued the fuck out of this guy. He went to prison. So he so if you're unfamiliar with like the American prison system, you can make money in jail by working a job. And so he was able to pay back for the entirety of his sentence in jail, $25 a month. So while in jail, he was able to pay them back $175 out of five and a half million. He's going to have what? I should say he's halfway. The funniest part is like he made over like 300,000, which is the reason why he, you know, had a, like, I don't, I don't know the story. Okay. So, um, he was a member of a hacking operation called team executor and it's just weird. Um, so, reportedly made $320,000 over seven years of work through this. So basically he was a salesman and he sold things that other hackers like mined out, like out of data and stuff. So there was other people who made more money than he did because he was just the salesman. Um, but the person that he claimed was, like, the head denied it or whatever, so. Oh, so naturally they went after the only guy who could get caught. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Because Nintendo will go after anybody. Oh, yeah. Like, it's if. Like you make a dime. Yeah. Thing. Like, if I were to do something that even looked like Super Mario related and I sold it and they got wind of it, I would get sued for it or have to pay damages for it. That's why I'm surprised how we're still in the works right now. Yeah. See that we talked about that on the, another episode. It's like, it's so close. <laughs> I, but I think because of, as of right now, it's on Steam, unlisted at, by price, is why they're still getting away with it. Well, guys, get Pal World while you can before Nintendo... Well, get... It's still not out yet. Yeah, which I'm means thinking, that I'm even if you wishlist it and it disappears, it's going to be gone. Yeah. I feel bad for anyone Nintendo decides to go after that is, like, just a normal, genuine person, but when it comes to people who are hacking and data mining things illegally, that's understandable, because... Oh, I don't feel bad for this guy at all. I find great humor in the fact that he will never make enough to cover what they were able to make him pay <laughs> in restitution. No. And the fact that his last name is Bowser. <laughs> get what you get and you don't get upset. You pay your debt. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're spitting bars, I see. <laughs> yeah, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I had a monster at like... Oh, boy. What time Change did I have it? it on lunchtime? Sure. 
yeah. Not too long ago. I literally just finished it before I ended my shift, so. Oh boy, she could be up till two o'clock. It's okay, so when you go to sleep, I have Toki. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because Toki has to stay up all night, so she can watch the stream tomorrow. <laughs> right. And I have to get my sister at 8, so that means that I will be delivering a 9 a.m. stream. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, boy. Right. You were happy that I streamed today. Yeah. It's a debacle of work, and I'm not going to talk about it now. No, no, no. That's a good story time for the podcast. And Toki probably wants to know. Yeah. There was drama at work, Toki. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. How great was the drama? Ten. <laughs> well, it was a ten until we got like the final verdict, and then yeah. it was a seven. Go ahead and tell the story. It's a long story. It is not. You're just being lazy. It's also true. Long story short. Uh, there was an argument between two customers at work. And it ended up becoming very physical. To the point where which the woman involved in the altercation. Threw many punches. And then followed up by throwing <laughs> two two packs of uh, normal sized bottles of wine quite far mind you she threw them a good seven feet at him and almost hit him I'll give her credit for that and she was not very big so this was a feat in my opinion <laughs> Alright, he's being lazy. I'm going to make this story an actual story. <laughs> so, he messages me and says, Shit's wild here at work. And I go, oh. And he goes, yeah, do you have a few minutes to chat? Because it's too much to write. And I said, sure, I'm just eating breakfast. I got time for drama. Who doesn't have time for drama, right? So, I'm eating my French toast sticks and he gives me a call. <laughs> and so, he goes, this lady walked into the store. He didn't think that she was a customer, that she was just trying to get away from this man. And he followed her in and they were talking loud. They weren't like yelling or anything. They were just talking loud to one another. And then, all of a sudden, he, they got louder and he looked over, and she is wailing on this dude. <laughs> like, throwing punches. And he didn't say that this dude got physical back with her. No, he didn't. He basically curled up and just tried to not. So props on him, because I don't know if you've ever been punched. And he didn't specify where. Where was she punching him in the head? Oh, she was punched in the face. The right. The so head. I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face, but I have. We're not going to discuss by who I was punched in the face with. Bye. It wasn't me. No. No, it was not. It was a family member. I'm going to throw that out there. It just wasn't me. No, it was one of my family members that decided that they were going to punch me in the face repeatedly. And I had enough and started willing on them. And um, anyways, 
I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face, but it, you know, after so many punches of restraint, it's kind of hard not to punch that person back. So good on him for not punching her back. So then, uh, the person working in the area where the alcohol is kept, they call it a beer garden. Um, like nodded at him to go get assistance from security before it got out of hand. Oh, this is before the punches were Right. That's what I just said before it got out of hand. He goes to the security booth and lo and behold, the motherfucker ain't in there. And then shit goes, gets crazy. She starts throwing the punches and so cops get called. The cops show up. As soon as the cops are walking through the door, the security guard just mysteriously decides that he's going to appear back inside the store. <laughs> and then the cops are standing around talking, trying to figure out what happened, separated them. The store manager walks in as this is all going down. His only concern is who's going to pay for the wand that was broken. So they they have this meeting where the lady is on the phone with her lawyer and family, and family telling them what happened. Dude's just chilling, being quiet, just modding his P's and Q's. Neither of them get charged. Neither of them get arrested. The store manager doubles the cost of what she broke and she paid for it. That's why the story ended being a seven because the store manager's only concern wasn't if anybody was hurt, not if like, you know, whatever, anybody was in danger. It was just, well, who's going to pay for the wine? And that's why... And that's the sales team. Well, that's what I said. I was like, well, he ain't going to be pissed if he comes in and shit's broken and he gets to charge everybody double every time it happens. He's going to be inviting people to come have fucking arguments inside of his store. But yeah. So we found the, we got the ending of that story when stream has started. When it, well, when stream was already like going. Yeah, it was, it was a good half hour in the stream that I, I finally was able to find out. But yeah, that was the drama in Mister's life today. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it drama because it didn't involve me. I just watched. <laughs> you got to watch the drama unfold. That is very true. I I got front row seat. You are the drama. Sorry. Just pulled out a glass of wine to watch as it unfolded. I hate watching alcohol get wasted too, and just watching four bottles of wine just sprawl across the floor was upsetting. And he doesn't even drink wine. I don't. Uh, I don't drink wine. Don't drink wine. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Why did you just sound like grew? <laughs> you think I was trying to imitate my mother? Oh my god. <laughs> Don't tell her I just called her Gru. <laughs> no, you um, called me Gru. We just lost the podcast, fan. What are we going to do? 
Toki didn't tell her mom about the podcast. Oh. Well, she can't now. <laughs> mom, I'm on an episode of a podcast, but you can't listen to it because my co-host <laughs> may have said that my imitation of you resembled Gru. <laughs> What's a Gru? <laughs> From Despicable Me! What do you mean? I was being funny. Oh my god, I was gonna divorce you. <laughs> Over. Yes, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. There could be, there could be worse things. Here, here, folks. The minions made this happen. Yeah, I. You clear. You clearly don't understand my my love for minions. If you think Despicable Me and anything related is. Kevin is the worst minion. <gasps> I can feel her hate growing. Wow. Mr. <laughs> Cupcake may no longer be on any episodes of the podcast. <laughs> as he may no longer be Mr. Cupcake. <laughs> He's enjoying. Then you're not friends with me either, because I think all annoying, all minion, minions are annoying. They are annoying. That's the whole point of them. <laughs> but if you tell me that I'm not Agnes, then you clearly you don't are, know. Me. You are very much Agnes. The yes, first, the first second, first first second, the, like as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh my god, that's me, and that's gonna be my child. Oh boy. So good luck to you. And if you think that's not going to be... So, we're if we have more than one kid, we're going to have a kid like Agnes and like Judith. Judith is, is more like him, and Agnes is like me. Toki, send help. I can't. I don't know. Don't I don't know your local area to <laughs> send help. Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Doxing, I see. Yeah, she's, she's yeah the whole the whole city of Philadelphia. You want to get my name and zip code next? If I knew your zip code okay. off the top of my head, maybe. Okay, Toki, you don't get to talk about PayPal. You know technically, I, technically, I know, I know your full name. So I know your full name. Go there. I know both of your full names. <laughs> she used my full name on me. Now, it... Did I? She made me back up into a corner kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? Wait, what did you do? Why did I use your full I don't name? I remember what you, I did. She did <laughs> something... She memory. did something that mom voice came out. <clears throat> That's all I know. <laughs> and she's like, you dare full name me? Technically, technically, I only used the first part of your name. I didn't use the full part. Oh, boy. You called me by my real name. I did after the fact, but originally, I just used the first part. Oh. I forget. Wait, what? I said I have an assumption on what you said, but I'm not going to say it. I mean, if you know what her name is, then you can deduce <laughs> what I said. I, I know what you said, but I'm not going to say it. Okay, then. 
Anyway. Rename. Well, this has been one hell of a episode, and we're thirty minutes in. Okay, face cam win. Not happening. Why not? You're cute. I'm not. How dis? How dare? How? I can give you avatar sprites, but that that's it. Well, I I know what you look like, so. Creeper. Cause you have my Snapchat. I have your Snapchat. You've sent me pictures of yourself before. I had your Snapchat. Technically, you got a foot pic from me once. Oh. <gasps> I got the back of your head because you showed me how long your hair was. Nope. I saw you peeking long. over your drawing when you took a picture of your drawing. <laughs> I have not had it cut since before COVID. Oh, wow. My hair now reaches back of my calves. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. There's so much hair. And she's taller than me. Yeah. That's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you asked for this having both of us on podcast yeah i regret my decisions both of your twitch mods right next episode is gonna be bailed and she's gonna be like what usually goes on on these shows because what the hell <laughs> she's like i don't really know because i told her like what we were talking about this week she's like i don't know much about those topics i'm like it's fine. Basically, I just hear him bounce topics off of you guys, and I mostly do the talking. That's okay, though. <laughs> Did you just choke? I started laughing when I tried to hold it in, and it didn't work. Okay. okay. <laughs> what? Grounded? Why am I grounded? something I know nothing about. So, I haven't played the game since it was in beta i have not played the game <laughs> but it was really fun for what i played it's you basically get shrunk it's like honey i shrunk the kids and you run around in your backyard and they're the bugs are bigger than you and basically grounded got an, a super duper update and um, I don't recommend the game for people who are scared of spiders as they're huge and, and, and you'd probably piss yourself screaming. Not gonna say any names. I haven't played the game so you can't use me in that demographic. You have entomophobia, it'll be a trigger. And what? Yes. Or insects. Oh, okay. Yeah, the game well, is all related with God. Like, yeah, the game is all about like bugs. Um, but it has an update, so if you weren't aware or were looking for something to play and you're not afraid of bugs, I recommend it. It's pretty fun. You go around and explore things and you build things and um ants tried to destroy your 
where you live. <laughs> Worker ants take your shit and spiders jump out of their dens and try to eat you. And now there are wasps. Yep, and now there are wasps. And now there are wasps. And they're worse. Now there are flying bugs. There were flying bugs before this. Were there? Mm hmm. You have ladybugs, and there are Very mites, nice. and flying ants. Yeah, I mean, I didn't progress too, too far into the story, so I didn't see everything at the time. I've only watched a couple people play it. I, didn't really, I haven't played it. But it's pretty fun. It's 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 one of those games where it's better that you play with your friends. Um, just because it is kind of one of those games where you need like multiple materials to build up things. So it's like Raft, but like in your backyard. So instead of on the water, you're in the grass and you're collecting various leaves and such. Why are you two laughing at me? It's just like a raft, but it's fine. Yeah, because it's the same. Y'all are mean, but it's the same mechanics of building shit. Why did I? Why did I do this to myself? I regret everything. <laughs> like everything. Oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, check out Grounded if you haven't. It's fun. It's just like Raft, but dry. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So I think we want to leave. All right. What? Okay, so these are a bunch of <laughs> horror games right Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <sighs> okay, horror games. He's he's just overtired, it's fine. Yes, I'm exhausted. I haven't had a day off in six days. I haven't had, never mind. <sighs> so, they are... Seven. So last episode, we did some games that were ranked, Bethesda games that were ranked, and we like nitpicked it and disagreed or agreed. And so now this week we have the seven top PS5 games ranked. Horror games. Oh, sorry. Yes, that is a, a good note. It is the PS5 horror games. These are all spoopy games. Um, so we know which three are in the picture. I hope they're in the list if they're just there. <laughs> right? It's the Dead Space remake, Dredge, and Resident Evil 8 Village. You have Lady Dimitrescu um, there. Lady D. Mommy. Mommy, of so number seven is the quarry. Have disagree with it right off the bat. So, wow. The fact that it's seven, or the fact that it's on the list. The fact that it's at seven. Where so you, you liked it. it. I'd put it above five because I've never even heard of 
Returnal. Oh, Toki's cheating. She's looking ahead. <laughs> um, I haven't played it, so I can't really read it. You should. It's good. It was it. Was something I was interested in? I've tried. I can't get into this type of game. I don't know what it is. Like I tried playing Until Dawn. Um, Until Dawn, I couldn't. I didn't get far. I love these types of games where you get to explore and then make choices, and you don't have to do much action. Especially because it has, it says here that it has almost 200 different endings. Sorry, I have the hiccups. With almost two di 200 different endings. It's like yeah, infinitely yeah, playable. Infinite. That's a lot. That's insane. If you think about how many characters there are versus the types of endings and how many characters yeah, you can it, survive it, it's or not. Crazy it branching sense. endings, but still 200 is a it is. hundred different, I would say that there's that many variations of however many there actually are. Right, because because I did, so I did something when I was in game design, um, doing my master's in game design, and we did a class where we had to do a, so that certain terminology is copyright, but basically we had nodes that we created and each node would depending on how you answered would change the story so i think it might be like that so like each thing could influence it in this way and this one dialogue could change right so not like the entire story changes but just different dialogue is something that you get but still it keeps it interesting because like, if you go through it and you're like, oh, but we never got an answer for that one thing, that means that you didn't trigger that dialogue or event, depending on what kind of game it is. I like those kinds of games. I really enjoyed making that game when we did it. Um, I It was a group project and my group kind of sucked, but... <laughs> Isn't that always the case when you're in a group project? Like, you never like the people you work with? I always got to choose who I got to work with. Yeah. I think that might have been made a difference. <clears throat> so, I, I can't... I disagree with uh, Resident Evil Village being so low on this list. I don't. I don't. <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? Mm -hmm. Both of us saying I don't, I don't know. Scary ghost in your room. <laughs> no, it was outside of my room, which is... Ooh, spooky ghost, hallway ghost. Got a weapon on hand. Yeah, my machete's on the back of the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I... I disagree with this being so high on the list. Really? Yeah. Resident Evil Village wasn't scary to me. Like, it wasn't a horror. It wasn't. Okay, well, we all disagree on whether or not Resident Evil is a horror game and is scary because I get scared. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You don't get, you don't get scared of the enemy popping out and going boo. You get creeped out by the atmosphere. This game to me didn't have that creepy atmosphere. Oh, like, I was expecting things to happen when they were about to happen. Like, it wasn't it was too much trying to be like a slasher film as opposed to a horror movie. 
Okay. I mean... Like yes. seven was seven scarier than this. Yes. Yeah, I only saw bits and pieces of seven, and that one was creepy as hell. It's a good horror game, seven, but I would disagree that it fits and belongs in the Resident Evil franchise. Yes. I you think it, it's that much of an outcast to the rest of the games? It very yes. much so is. Hmm. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen much of it, and I haven't played it yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I'll take you guys' word for it, because you guys have um, played 7. I haven't gotten to 7 yet. But there is an interesting, like, tidbit of, like, a branch off here. Whereas saying Lady Dimitrescu versus Mr. X and who is the better Resident Evil villain, I think we'll all agree on who is the better villain. Mr. X. 100%. I don't really see Lady Dimitrescu as much of, like, she had, like, a little bit of a villain arc, but she's a vampire, so she's just kind of being what she is. Right. Whereas Mr. X is, like, a homicidal maniac with big fists. Right, and that's where <laughs> Resident Evil 7 and 8 hurt me as a Resident Evil fan. They're not bad games. They're just not Resident Evil. Okay. Because Resident Evil was always zombies. It was always a virus. Mm-hmm. Why are we werewolves now? I mean, in 7, it's Ouroboros as it was in 5. But she just doesn't portray the same way as they come off saying, oh, it's a mold. I'm like, it's the exact same thing. You just adapted it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't mad that they were branching off with different viruses. Like it was zombie and then Ouroboros and then the, you know, an eight, you get multiple different like strains and, and mutations based off of like you know, who was injected with it or, you know, created with it, etc. I didn't like the mold aspect of it. Like, I haven't played these games, but I've watched playthrough, especially of 8. I watched a lot of playthrough of 8. I haven't really watched much of 7. But the point still stands where um, the mold thing just is weird to me. Like, that's just a weird change in, in story. Right. And, and that's what hurt it for me. Like, I, I could agree with that. Like, I can't say 7 wasn't enjoyable, it wasn't a good game. I enjoyed the game. It just, to me, it still doesn't feel right calling it a Resident Evil game. Okay. Well, number 5 on this list is Returnal, and I have not heard of this game, nor have I played it, obviously. Uh, so, I don't have an opinion on it. I haven't played it either, but I know what the game sort of is. It's one of those, like, I want to say it's somewhat roguelike. I'm not 100% sure on that. It says roguelike, yep. Okay, it is, yeah. So it's like each time you go in, you have to do a different thing. It's like aliens, but, like, you go in, this time you get, you'll find this gun. The next time you go in, you'll get this gun. It's saying it's a psychological horror, too, and... Yeah, like, I didn't fully get into it. I didn't get into the story. Uh, I feel like those are often done poorly. Like, those types of games are done poorly. I will say, I have heard good things about it. 
like I don't generally hear people complain about this game, but I don't hear it out enough to tell me to get it. So <laughs> I was I was reading what number four was, which is Dredge, which is what we we spoke about um last week's episode. But I was just reading the little blurb underneath it in this article from Game Rant. And it's like, is Dredge available on PlayStation Plus? No. But I read it as, is this available on PlayStation? And uh, it said no. And I was like, well, why the fuck is it on the list? Because it's a PS5. (laughs) I just had this whole inner dialogue where I was calling myself an idiot because I don't know how to fucking read. But anyways, we've watched Jack playing dredge and it spooked me i forget what i got spooked by but i screamed yeah i'll i'll say what i said last episode because i'm still like doubling down on it this i in my opinion this will be indie game of the year like in fact this game came out the end of march i feel like there is not going to be an indie game that beats it this year i mean and it's already on a game rant article for the best horror game for a PlayStation 5, that's pretty good, considering it literally just came out, like, less than a month ago. Right. Just because it's different. It's got a different feel. It's a whole different idea. I love the art style. Ugh. Okay. Chef's kiss. <clears throat> Does Toki know yeah, about no, Dredge? I have no opinions, because I've never seen... <laughs> well, if you want to watch, I would recommend Jack's, um playthrough of it honestly um i wish so mark he, was playing it but good for him buddy uh especially with sphere of the ocean but uh toki do you know anything about like hp lovecraft yes okay if you're a fan of that this game might intrigue you because it's like if eldritch like horrors combined with fish and a fishing game <clears throat> it's super good there's a mystery going on you don't know what it is you have to fish to try to solve it and you get to rescue a dog for a fishing game hmm? all here all of, i will be here for a horror fishing so you probably enjoy this game then i would highly yeah i think you would like it i think it's 30 bucks on playstation right now i think i have that no <laughs> <laughs> well so also, thirty dollars is not thirty dollars to me. It's right, thirty-five. Right. No, it's not that high. I'm gonna go look at it right now on the PlayStation. Alexa, what is thirty dollars in U.S. to Canadian? So it'd be like forty Canadian. Like cheaper for some reason, it's like on sale or something. <laughs> that would be funny. Say thirty five. Yeah. I was right. That's what I said at first. Taxes. Okay. Okay. So I said, and then I changed it to forty based off of what the convert because she did it backwards. Stupid fucking a bitch. It's worth it though, because there's a lot of game to play. A lot of game yeah, to play. It is a long game, for an, especially for an indie game. Also, public by Team Seventeen. And you like Disney Dreamlight? Do you like like the resource gathering and that aspect? Yes. 
So that's oh, like what the fishing is. You're going to get lost with the fishing because each like little pool you fish in, there's a different fishing mechanic with like different types of skill checks and stuff like that. So. So, yeah, so imagine if each killer had a different skill check when they were carrying you. Be horrible. <laughs> it's it's a mix of it's a mix of DBD skill checks with Stardew Valley fishing. So the fishing everybody complains about because nobody likes Stardew's fishing. I love Stardew's fishing. <laughs> Toki! Okay, Toki, Toki needs to play that and all three of us can play co-op on PlayStation. What's that dubbing to Toki for? <laughs> Wait, what? What? You say thumbing Toki? <laughs> thumping. Thumping? Subbing. Oh. My God! <laughs> Wait, you're subbing to Toki? Yeah. Toki, you have a sub. Already a sub. No, you guys didn't get my joke. Oh God! Shut up. Moving on. What's number two? Or what's number three? Nobody's trying to plug anybody. What's number three? Resident <laughs> Evil Two, <laughs> which I agree with. I loved this game. This is the remake, uh... technically. It is the remake, hundred percent. Um, I'm glad Toki got to go. Thank you, Toki. <laughs> I I was paying attention to the podcast topic. I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. I'm gonna be uh, editing this and listening to it and being like that yep. son of a bitch. Yep. Uh huh. Because it was definitely one of those jokes. Um. I. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about calling this a horror game. Yes, it was, but it was still more action-oriented. Yeah, but Mr. X comes out of nowhere and scares the shit out of you. Or at least he scared me. Did you play the original? No. That's why he comes out of nowhere. Okay, but what do you expect when the game is remade? There wasn't, like, that many jump scares that was added into the Resident Evil 4 remake. True. But my, like, what I'm saying is, um, if you, if you played the original game, you knew he was coming. Even in the original, he wasn't, like, a secret in the game. In this game, he just appears, and suddenly, here he comes. Like, you, you do the helicopter, like, the, the fire part, and he moves the helicopter. He does that in the original game. But in the original, you know something is here because he gets dropped out of the helicopter. Yeah, I mean... So, like, you know something big is coming. I don't know. It, it, this different fear. I mean, this could be, uh, like, an opinionated piece and not something that was, like, voted on. You know what I mean? True. Like, this could be the one person's opinion. Person terrified of Mr. X. Which I was. Like, I was scared shitless. I, I don't know. But I, I got scared of everything in Resident Evil games, so. This game is definitely scarier than Resident Evil 8. I'll say that. Okay. That's not much, That's not a high bar, but, you know, it's a bar. <laughs> yeah. the, the bar may be on the ground, but it's... Sorry, it's still a bar. Under the bar, you know. 
How did you feel about the remake, Toki? Liked it. Not you, you more than three. Yeah, I don't. Can we not talk about three? Yeah, I mean, three was just. It wasn't terrible. Like wasn't I didn't, I didn't play the original. I played the remake. The it, original was my favorite. I'm. I just felt like Nemesis didn't really scare me that much. I did like the different mutations because that I, from what I understand, is a little bit different than how the original was. Drastically different. Yeah, I, I never watched original gameplay of three, so I'm not. I don't know. Everything was new to me. Hello, I'll play it. I have it for you. Or let me try that again. <laughs> yeah, could you please? I'll play it for you. I have it. Okay. I have yeah. On PC. I've been on the other version. I mean, a completely legal version that definitely wasn't downloaded. Totally, because, you know, they so totally ported it over the original console. I still have the original version, I think. He probably does. He probably has it behind, next to him, I should say. Right now, why are we continue talking about this? So number two is Dead Space, which was spooky as hell. The, re the, the remake. Okay, I can agree with that. It was so good. Like, I didn't play the original, but watching this remake wanted me to play, like, made me want to play it. Like, I don't have a PlayStation 5, so I couldn't, but. I know, it couldn't be you two. <laughs> hey, it was a birthday present. Oh. My birthday present was Mr. Coming for my birthday. Don't make the joke. Do not make the joke. <laughs> Toki would have made it too. She giggled. It's about to be like in more ways than one, I presume. Right, exactly. I knew both of you were gonna say something. That's why I was like, nope, don't make it. Like I, I was gonna say, don't tell them what we did, but Toki's was definitely better. <laughs> <laughs> um, neither of you played the remake, though, did you? No, but I, I no. played the original. Yeah, I I wanted to get it, but I just I don't know what it was about me not wanting to get it. The money. No. It might have just been the fact that it was EA. <laughs> oh, he's a hater. But it was good. No, we watched. It was good. It was good. We watched it, and we were both like, "Oh wow." He does, in fact, have Resident Evil 3 Nemesis in the original PlayStation case. And it says, bonus includes Dino Crisis yeah, Demo! <laughs> um, so, uh, somebody is a big Resident Evil fan here at Game Ranch, whether it be the article writer or in general, because Resident Evil 4 Remake is number one on this list. And it was done well. It was, yes. yes. I can also see that there is stuff that was taken out that was, would have been nice to have been kept in. 
Which is funny because they said they didn't remove anything. Yeah, they did lie about that. They 100% yeah. removed a handful of things. Some of the things they removed, though, is I don't have an issue with. Mm-hmm. The few things they removed compared to the things they added, I'm okay with the changes. I think it was more so the lie of it for me. Is that they said they didn't take anything away. They just added things. Yeah. Which they did add things. Or change things that made more sense. Like, the whole game flows thousands of times better than yeah, the first one. Like, everything makes sense. Where you are makes sense. Like, geographically. Like, going through the map. Um... I feel like this is a hot take, but I wish that you could make Ashley hide more often. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, there was definitely more areas to shove her. Try that again. What? What? Uh, Shove her away into places. (laughs) There you go. Better. Um, I agree with that. Like there was, there was a handful of areas where, like, it would have been. Not easier, but, like, more convenient if she wasn't in the way. Yeah, I mean, her her, her new AI mechanic is a lot better than the original. She died more than I did. Uh-huh. I will agree on that one. What, playing the remake? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I had a much easier time with Ashley in this one. I... It's running in front of me and I hate it. Yeah. I think I maybe, gave, like, headshotted her once and that was it like she barely died for me i died i died a lot more than she did or she would get in my way or she would get hit by crossfire or something like she'd go off to the side to get away from everything and as i'm turning to like fight a mob i would just hit her and then she's down mm-hmm. and then, like a plug hit her because it was there the one issue i had a uh, real problem with her is when you're going outside of the church like right after you get her yeah. She died six times for me there. That was terrible, but that was me, like, relearning, like, how to direct her, because it was different. Um, how, many, how many lockers were there? Because as far as I know, I remember putting her in two. I think there was only, like, two places at all. Like, there was the Chainsaw Sisters area. Yeah, where where sisters. Have her hide. That's the mine, so that's pretty far. And then there was, um... There's a dumpster in the lab that you can have her go in. There's a dumpster you can put her in? Yeah. I didn't know that. I know there was a locker near the, um, the harder Iron Maiden enemy. Yeah, there's less areas for her to go away to, for it's sure. <laughs> yeah, it's drastically different than the original. Um, I, I do have a save that I've been playing through to try and 100% trophies off stream with. I got back to the water room where she has to go do the cranks. Mm-hmm. She broke on me and she wouldn't do the crank. <laughs> she just stood she there. there. And I, I killed every single enemy that they had thrown at me and I'm like, do the crank. That's funny. That's funny. I need to fix it by shooting her, and then she started doing it, but I was like... Okay, I get it, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll do something, jeez! <laughs> Ow, uh... 
Um, so our next list is the 10 best cozy games on PC other than Stardew Valley. Now, a lot of these games I've heard of, but I have not played. I'm curious which of these I know. Um, Cozy Grove. Never heard of it. Which is a pastel... Go ahead. It looks like Animal Crossing mixed with Don't Starve. Yeah, so it's a pastel and painterly collect-a-thon game. So this person says that it's the best replacement for Animal Crossing on PC. You're a spirit scout and you explore an island full of ghostly animals who need your help. So basically, it's the same mechanics as Animal Crossing. It's just... Not Animal Crossing. Correct. Then... (laughs) Right. The next one's Coral (laughs) Island and this one looks like, um... Story of Seasons and My Time at Portia. Like, this it's, is, like... Interesting, the way it looks, like, is the... I'm liking this thumbnail that has this item well that has the Cthulhu tentacles just out of it. <laughs> like, he looks, you know, normal, in a way, but then the cow is very cartoony. Residents are dateable, and they're all shockingly hot. <laughs> okay. I mean, sign me up. Um, right, like... <laughs> But it doesn't say anything about, like, um, supernatural. So I think there's just, like, an octopus living in the well. It's all Halloween event items. It could be. I mean, there's a ghost tree. Yeah. There's some scythe lanterns. They're just Halloween items. Oh, I can't wait till you say the one name. Book of Travels? Definitely not that one. Book of Travels. This one is like more of a realistic type of. It's like a watercolory realism one. MMO. Which is weird. Like I don't know. I couldn't classify an MMO as a cozy game, but that's a part. And it's a cozy art style. It does. Yeah. It does. So the next one is melatonin. Apparently, rhythm games don't really have a reputation for being chill, but this one is low-key and cozy. Not gonna lie, I don't want to play a rhythm game that's chill. Yeah, they do lie. Yeah, because, like, my rhythm gets messed up if it doesn't have a certain speed to it. Right, and I play Beat Saber, and you've seen what I do on Beat Saber. (laughs) That's not a chill game. No, not at all. (laughs) Uh, A short hike. Um... I think somebody I watched played this, but I'm not sure if he did. I have to go back and double check. So apparently this one isn't a cozy game that takes hundreds of hours. Like, this one can can be completed in four, which is super short. I mean, it fits the name. (laughs) A short hike, yeah. (laughs) Can be completed in around four hours? Yeah. It doesn't feel cozy to me. It feels rushed, but... I don't know. Depends on the game itself, like what you have to do. Right. So the next one is Dwarf Romantic. I imagine you knew it. <laughs> I know how to read. Just phonetically say it. Dwarf Romantic. Um This one is cute. this is kinda like, I don't know, almost sim style in art. 
Oh, it's an RTS game. Ew. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a hectic game. It's not really, it's like, cozy to me, up. but... Everybody has different, like, ideas of cozy, so... Yeah. And also, these ones are on PC, so... Um, just keep that in mind. Uh, this one, next one is Beacon Pines, and I, I don't know why, but something about this art, I don't know if it's the colors or what, but it's, like, obtrusive. Can I get you both to open that image larger and zoom in on the two characters there and tell me how creepy they look? Are we talking about the Beacon Pines one we're currently on? Yeah, they have a very interesting art style to them. I wouldn't necessarily call them creepy. I'm sorry, but the one with the gray hair supposed to be an old person i'm sorry it looks kind of creepy with a young face is that a tail yeah. i thought it was frick a bag oh it's hair it's definitely ha a hair it's hair oh yeah i don't know yeah. they look like they're sketchy and up to no good hiding off in the corner yeah um because like, i haven't seen gameplay of this but i have a feeling that they have like that specific little like walk that like give characters yeah. on phone games Hold on a second. This game only takes several hours, but allows you to unlock new branches on the story tree in a Mad Libs-like puzzle? Yes, I mean, you can beat the game quickly, but it, re it has replayability. That's not what Mad Libs means to me. Mad Libs is the game where you fill out, like, a story with random-ass words about an old factory town where people are going missing. I don't know how you find that cozy. That's a creepy sense of dread. Right, right. That's cozy. That's not cozy. And then it says, as young pals, Luca and Rolo. So those must be the people in the picture. I'm sorry, the one on the left is not young like Toki said. No. Right. But you would, I, I don't know. Then again, maybe the one on the left isn't Luca or Rolo. Maybe, but like I said, it's a cool idea for me. The art style, I don't know if it's the colors mixed with whatever. It's just obtrusive to me. Like, it doesn't please me aesthetically. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that there was necessarily a good color scheme that they chose to go with here. Because the yeah. harsh colors just don't go well together. Right, it's just clashy in a way that I can't... But why do we have cherry blossom trees with pine trees? Right. Right. Like... I... Next one on the list is Haven Park, and this one looks like fucking oh. Squid Game meets, like... Crossing. Yeah, like, it's... It's... Basic? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, what is the word, rude or whatever. It's just. I like how we're the little bird that's yellow there. He's got a big hat. Is that a chick? Like, what is it? Yeah. It's a chick. Cute little bird named Flynn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know that. It looks like he's wearing, like, a, um, a dress shirt. <laughs> He's cute. Um, you're camping. It's just like Animal Crossing. Every game is just like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing Pocket Game. But it's a short game. 
So you restore campgrounds, make repairs, solve puzzles, and explore the lovely island. The next one is Kinseed, and I love this little thumbnail image. I love the art. I love it. I like it, but when we zoom in on that character, he's kind of weirding me out. You know what he reminds me of? I don't know if either of you know of this game, but his face reminds me of Toomba. Oh my god. Thanks for that nostalgia trip. I love Toomba! No idea what that is. Oh my gosh. I need to get Talking to a Gen Z. No, it, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was like a niche game. It wasn't very it was. popular. It, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but I, like, I played so many hours of it. Um, I'm gonna put it in our little chat here. Yeah, I did, I did play it. Good game. Like, I want to play it so bad. So I found a website where it has, like, um, an emulator for old games, but because I have a Mac... (laughs) And anytime I try to put in a browser source, I have to sign in or anything. I wasn't able to play them for stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last game is unpacking. Where did you post it to? The gen voice chat. Oh, in the chat, yeah. I loved unpacking. I wish that it was longer because I loved every aspect of it. I want them to come up with a sequel or like whatever like I need more from them it was so good the subtle storylines the just like pleasing um unpacking where you literally unpack the room and you have to organize it and you slowly like learn the story of the main character oh it's so good (laughs) so good have either of you played it no. I know I've recommended it to him, but I don't know if I've recommended it to you, Toki. You probably have, but... It's no. so good. Like, ugh. Alright, so, the last topic we have is 15 things you never knew about the Super Nintendo. Now, I'm curious, I kind of picked this as a topic to see... If we actually knew these things, or if we didn't. Um, also, can we just discuss that I hate the art image that's here of Mario and what? Yoshi? I do hate Mario. I, I don't Mario and Yoshi. I, I, Yoshi Mario looking at Mario. It, I, I just, it just unsettles me. I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't sit right with me. Just me. Or is it kind of funny how, I forget what the mage character's name is, but the, the, at shooting out the... The PlayStation symbols? <laughs> I was going to say Togepi's shell symbols, <laughs> works too. Um... So, here's something I didn't know, and I don't know if it's here. Well, it's not here as a topic, but uh, I didn't know that the SNES is the same age as me. Technically, I'm a little bit older than it. Uh, That statement right there tells people you're old. 
33. I'm not ancient. I mean, if you, I mean, the, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna say there's a few things that I'm older than that I like get upset when I hear, but then I remember you're so older, so it doesn't matter. Fuck off. Like, I'm older than Pokemon <laughs> and Resident Evil. Good. Toki's older than none of it. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find something that Toki's older than. I'm older than any baby born today. <laughs> um, I'm old enough to remember play places in Burger Kings before they got removed from camp. <laughs> He's like, um, what does that mean? <laughs> you know how at like fast food places, some of them have like little play areas for children. Yeah, we had the big McDonald's slides. Yes. McDonald's Wait, you still didn't... has theirs, but our yes. Burger King didn't have them, and then they removed them. Hold on. Some way hold on. Hold on a second. On these padded surfaces. Zachary, you've never seen a McDonald's play place? No, I didn't say that. Like, I'm talking about the intricate play place where you, like, go up in the air and you go through tubes and you have, like, the rope course and... We have one of those. A huge-ass ball pit. Yeah. Ugh. I just had smaller McDonald's near me. Like, the McDonald's up the street from me is the only McDonald's I had near me. And then more opened up. But they were never big enough for it. But I have seen... Uh, we've gone past McDonald's that have, like, the giant ones outside. I feel like a Burger King that used to be near me had what Toki was talking about. But it's like, it's like that itch you can't scratch in the back of my brain where it's like a memory that just refuses to unlock. <laughs> right. But I don't yeah, think many Burger Kings had them as like. My McDonald's also had an N64 in a case that you could play while you were waiting for your food. Yes! Our our McDonald's had yes. that, that too. That was so fun. Toby's not old enough to know what an N64 And my, my McDonald's play place had like specialized McDonald's computers where you could play like McDonald's games on it in color and shit. Okay. Anyways. Um, apparently the SNES had a disruptive launch. Meaning? Elaborate. Yes, read. Uh, read host. <laughs> um, this was the first major wide release of a new console, which was November 21st, 1990. As even though Sega Mega Drive did fantastic when it hit the shelves, I never even heard of that. Heard of what? The Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, the Mega Drive. Um, it hit the shelves in 1988. Its sales still didn't hold a candle to Super Famicom selling 300,000 units within hours, which is a lot for back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot. Like, obviously, nobody would sneeze at that amount now. That's a laughable amount. Right. But... New, new console sold out of that number in minutes, let alone hours. Um, so it was so, so huge on its release day that the Japanese government had to take notice. Um, and apparently going home and playing the hell out of it was rather chaotic for society itself. It was disruptive enough that the government had to ask video game companies to release all future consoles on the weekends. 
Mm-hmm. And it's an that's edict that survives to this day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, these people would not go to work. Like you. <clears throat> I've never not gone to I'm lying. <laughs> I know um, you are. <laughs> think about that. I did. Because we I had a conversation where he took time off of work. Yeah. I've only done it once. I did it a couple times for new games. Never for a console. Oh, I didn't do it for a console. I did it for a game. They were way more... So number 14 is there were way more SNES bundles than you remember. I'm going to be honest right off the bat. I don't remember any of the fucking bundles. So you got me there. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of games here, but Super Mario All Stars, Super oh Mario my God, World. Oh my God. What? No, no, saying continue. Okay. Um, thirteen. Art of Fighting's expanded ending. I never played Art of Fighting. Neither did I. So, I mean, some of these they're gonna we aren't gonna know because we didn't play the game. Possibly. Number 12, Family Feud and the other SNES game don't really care what your answer is. This I, this I actually did know. Okay. Um, you could be super vague with your answers or sometimes only have like one or two correct letters and it would give you the answer. I, I remember this because uh, a couple guys I watched on YouTube played this. And one of them did, like, a joke answer. It was, like, a toy that kids wanted to go home and play with after school. And he wrote something stupid, and I couldn't remember what he wrote. At the, and I can't remember it now. But they were giggling at it because it was a stupid joke, and it gave him the answer of RC car. But it was nowhere near to an RC car what he wrote. Oh, my God. And they were both, like, stunned silent because of it happening. Hmm, Okay. I gotta go back and find that episode later. So, I'm a little mad about number 11. So, Final Fight's bizarre SNES history. Like, barring the actual, like, blurb of this game, Streets of Rage 2 looks so much like this game. All of these games look like this stuff. No, but, like, if you look at the, the like, the, the player character model... And, like, the background scene and the, the knife that's on the ground, it is all super close to what Streets of Rage was. And, obviously, um, I believe that this the SNES came out before Streets of Rage. So, like, that makes sense. But it's just aggravating because I love Streets of Rage 2 so much and I haven't even heard of Final Fight. Right, so what's the bizarre history with this? Um... So, it was an arcade game, but a lot had to be sacrificed because there was no ability to play two-player. And oh, so they wanted to, they wanted to port the whole game, but they just didn't have enough room to do it. Well, the sneaker-wearing ninja guy was not a playable character. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so with the missing hero, so they basically re-released the game as Final Fight Guy with a missing hero thrown into the game. 
but they got rid of a character to make... So they had Hagger and Cody as the main characters in Final Fight. And then Final Fight Guy, they yeeted Cody out to bring in guy. Ninja Guy. Jesus. What? what, the, what okay. The only time I've ever seen a final fight was in an anime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10 was a licensing pro problem. Oh, God. I'm tired. Licensing problem that left developers in an NBA jam. I don't play sports games. Um, I don't care. The NBA jam is basketball. It's American sports. I know what NBA <laughs> means. What's NBA stand for? National Basketball Association. So you actually know what that's going to be. I see how it is. Oh, wait. There's, there's a Canadian team. Never mind. Toronto. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Number nine is Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, The Ghost Ooh. of Shiva. Shiva. Shiva and Shiva are two different characters. I said Shiva. It just cut me off. Um, I'm trying to see, like, what is... Why this one's on the list, but I can't. Is that her graphics were removed? They were, but they weren't. It was a glitch. Like, they took, they cut her from the game because there wasn't enough uh. space but if you played the AV8 mode, you could pick her, and the thumbnail, the um, the thumbnail that you see at the top of the bloody skeleton is her character model. Mm, okay. So it was like a weird graphical glitch that they left in the game. No, wasn't supposed to be accessible. Then they got the ideas for fatality. <laughs> no, fatalities are in the game because this is the third game. I know. I was making a joke. So they had to model. <laughs> right. That was the joke. <laughs> Power Fest 94, the rarest SNES cartridge. I have no idea what that game is. Um, that was like, my thing wasn't scrolling. There's just one cartridge that featured what were essentially demos of three games. Oh. Each player would have to compete in upwards of six minutes of gameplay in hopes of getting the biggest cumulative score. Oh, wow. So the what? first task was completing a speed run of the first level of Super Mario Bros., the last levels from Super Mario All-Stars. Oh, then they had to do five laps in Mario Circuit 1 in Super Mario Kart. Finally, they would try and see how well they could do in a home run derby via Ken Griffey Jr. Presents Major League Baseball. God, and baseball around 33 cartridges existed for the purpose of this tour. My gosh, there's very few of these out there, if any. And most of them were sent back to Nintendo to be recycled for parts. Right, so there's maybe... 10 to 15 of these in the world right now? Nope. It says two. two copies. Oh, two. Never mind. I didn't finish reading the article. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Also, there's a That's typo. Pretty penny. They probably go for thousands. Yeah. It's a saying. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Mega <laughs> Man Soccer's missing ending? There's a Mega Man Soccer? <laughs> Why would you pair those two things together? 
apparently Dr. Willie Field has what is Loki the best song in the NES, oh my god, the SNES library. Dr. Wily. So Dr. Wily, the game's final stage, is a match against a team of Dr. Wily clones dressed in robot suits. So, they never got around to programming any links to it via gameplay. So, so they made an ending, they just didn't... So, yeah, the, the proper ending is in the game's data, they just never programmed it to link. Oh my god, that's awesome. So, using cheat devices, you could see the ending in the credits roll. Jesus. Um, I'd be so mad. If I play the game to completion, just for it to just go... <laughs> right? Finally, I did it! Restart? What? That's it? <laughs> so, Bill... <laughs> More sports, yep. Bill Lanebear was the brief king of SNES basketball games. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I don't think it tells us either. So, God, for a year, game. though, this was the only basketball game in town. But I still don't know who that is, so. Yeah, I have no idea. Professional American basketball coach and former. Okay, so a former basketball player and coach. I have the hiccups. Uh, was the brief king of the the basketball games. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, the Wrath of Earthbound's anti piracy prank. I I will say I love when games put in anti piracy mm-hmm. um workarounds. They're um, some of them are amazing to see. Yeah, this one said that if you were playing a pirated copy of the game, an anti-piracy message would pop up and it would prevent you from playing the game. Oh, see, no, that's too easy. I like the ones where, like, you play the game for a little bit. Hold on. Before, you know, you, that you stole it. So there was more to this, I'm reading. For, unfortunately for anyone that industrious, the game had some other piracy fail-saves that were downright cruel. For one, the game would throw more random enemies at you at a crazier rate. These would happen even in places where you would not normally have battles. Even if you got past that, the master stroke was waiting for you to get to the final boss, Gigas, and find that everyone has suddenly, everything has suddenly crashed. After resetting the game, the player would then find all of their saves had been deleted. Yep. That's a the game already crashes and wipes. That's a great anti-piracy like fallback. Um, number four, the strange and sad final days of the Super Nintendo. Oh, Basically, yeah. But this Frogger. So Frogger came out and it was the last game released on the SNES because Nintendo 64 had come out. Mm. 
I don't like Frogger on consoles. I only like it as an arcade game. Might be a hot take, but I don't like playing it, like, without, like, that joystick attached to an arcade machine. Good fam. <laughs> what? You heard me, right? Me? No. Get good fam. Oh. It's, <laughs> it was not about being good. I just, I don't know. There's certain games that I really enjoy, like, playing on an arcade machine instead of, like, it being backdated, retrofitted for... A newer system. Do you have Frogger in the basement? Yes. Oh, do you really? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of games on there. He's going to be playing that next time he's here. Yep. <laughs> um, number three is Killer Instinct and Console Civil War. I haven't heard of this game. It's like Mortal Kombat. Oh. There's so many games that were like Mortal Kombat that just didn't do that well. Mortal Kombat was popular, so they tried to they tried to just be the next Mortal Kombat. They just couldn't. Your instinct was more so meant for you to try and chain combos together. Yeah. Okay. So it was more so, basic. It was more Street Fighter before Street yeah. Fighter. Okay. Um. So they had intended to release a port of this game on the SNES because it was originally an arcade game, but it was, wasn't complete. Nearly complete, but wasn't complete. And it got, the port for it got swept under the rug, basically. Which is weird. Like, you get that close to releasing something and then you're just like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Super Radio Flyer? Never heard of it. So, licensed movie games ran a lot more rampant back in the 16-bit era than they do now. Oh my god, why do I sound like that guy? Guy. The guy I can't stand listening to. Oh, please tell me you're thinking of the same guy. What is his name? Chills? Licensed movie games nope, ran nope. a lot more was... rampant back in the 16-bit <laughs> era. <laughs> tell me I didn't just you're sound like him. <laughs> oh, I just, I just destroyed myself to my core. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to read this article in his voice now. The whole, the whole paragraph? Just as much as you can get through. Okay. All right. Licensed movie games ran a lot more rampant back in the 16-bit era than they do now, but they usually made sense. They were games based on action movies or family films with a sense of adventure. What you don't really see often is a video game based on a movie about children trying to transform a wagon into a makeshift... What? (laughs) (laughs) 
into a makeshift airplane as a way to escape physical abuse from their alcoholic stepfather. Especially when it's implied that the movie has an unreliable narrator and one of the kids died from said wagon plane crashing. Jesus. That's what? Hard. I mean, so, yes. did alter chills reading. So, yes, back in the day, Ocean Software was going to make a game based on the 1992 coming-of-age film, Radio Flyer. And images... <laughs> Images of the game appeared in various magazines, making it look like a knockoff of Pilot Wings. Somewhere along the line, the game was cancelled. Maybe it's due to the content of the film. Maybe it's due to the movie bombing hard at the box office. Either way, it was a strange choice for source material. Can we just say the woman in the thumbnail looks scary? Yeah. Yeah, especially with what I just read. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're all happy watching something and then it talks about people dying. (laughs) And running, escaping physical abuse. Like, what what is that? (laughs) Why is that? Number one, Captain... mad that I did that to myself. I okay, my ex used to watch that person and videos and videos and videos in a row nonstop. And I'm like, can you please go away and watch that somewhere else? I cannot stand that person's voice. When I used to work at the restaurant, one of the kids that I worked with actually did that voice back and forth just to see how how far we could go until we drove one of us insane. Oh my god, I, I, I don't even know. I wasn't even, like, thinking about it. I was just oh. reading it in a weird voice, and then... My chest hurts. Oh god, number one, Captain Falcone, the original SNES mascot. Did you just say, what did you call him? Try that again? What did I say? I'm so, like, my brain is... Did I say Falcone? That's a Gotham character. That's not even right for Gotham. Yeah, it is. The for the no. TV show. Anyways, Captain Falcon. There you go, Falcone. I also didn't realize that he was the mascot for the SNES. Like that was a thing. Yeah, we said they could sell at zero. Oh. Or tried to, I should say. Did it not do well? It did okay. Hmm. It was just another racer. Captain they Commando. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Captain Commando is Capcom's mascot. And apparently Captain Falcon was a ripoff of Captain Commando. I don't know <laughs> what my sister oh 
you were laughing at me again, honestly. No, I think the text you just sent me because she heard me. Which part? The chills. Oh, God. <laughs> you texted me Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> I'm gonna send Mackenzie a snap. Burger King foot lettuce. Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it like oh no, I closed out of it. Dang it. I wanted to read what I was just reading for you guys. I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god. Where's everything hurts? Two. Where's Mackenzie? Also, apparently, Miss Toki doesn't use Snapchat a whole lot. Do not. Because I think, what does that say? Three days ago, I sent her a chat. She hasn't opened it. Send me something? <laughs> I can't open snaps on desktop. Why do you have snap? All I, all I know that you sent me was my phone. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Be quiet for a second. I gotta send your sister a snap. Okay. Licensed movie games ran a lot more rampant back in the 16-bit era than they do now. <laughs> She's waiting because she hasn't opened waiting. <laughs> uh. After that, we no longer have any more topics to uh, talk about, and I think that's a perfect time for us to say goodnight, as uh, this was probably the most unhinged episode I've ever had. But you knew that was going to happen. You asked both of us to be hunted. And yet, somehow, I was the unhinged one for the most of it. <laughs> we bring out the best in you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, anyways, thank you to my co-hosts, Mr. and, oh my god, my, sorry, my needle's on the floor. Why is your needle on the floor? Oh, sorry, a pin. Or my, like Why is your pin on the floor? I don't know, a sewing pin got knocked off out of something. Not allowed to hurt yourself. It's, I put it away. It's all good. Anyways, thank you to my two co-hosts for joining me. This was a lot of fun having more than one other person join me on the podcast. We'll have to do this again. Maybe Bales will feel like more comfortable when she does next week's episode and then she'll want to be on more and then we could have like all four of us. <laughs> and then maybe we can get Red involved as well. I think that would be fun. That would make it super onion. Exactly. We always gotta go for gold. 
Top five censored podcasts. <laughs> right. Number one. Number three. <laughs> Anyways. That's going to do it for the batter, episode seven. Episode seven. <laughs> uh, I've been you your... listening. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been your host, Katie Cupcake, joined by Mr. and Toki, and we will catch you on the next one. Good night. Mwah.